8.44 nearly, Career Explained, with Jim Bully. Good morning. Good morning. And you're here, as ever, to uncover Career's endless curiosities. Indeed, yeah. One of those curiosities this week has been 5G. So we could just neatly say South Korea's become the first country to roll out 5G services. We could say that. We certainly will say that, but not everybody would agree with us. And not only would not everyone agree, but it's a much deeper story than that, even if it could be summarised in that way. There's a global competition. It was like the space race, but the 5G race. Yeah, and that's really what headlines in, in sort of international media relating to Korea are about at the moment, is that unexpected 5G space race um, that all sort of played out late Wednesday night Korea time. Right. Let's clarify that. So we were expecting the launch this Friday here in Korea? Yeah, we expected to wake up this morning in the 5G era, um, but instead we woke up on yesterday morning. So, yeah, all right, let's clarify. Wednesday, there was the news in the afternoon hour time that Verizon in the US was rushing ahead with its own 5G launch. Well, it wasn't, I mean, it was all very secretive, so there was no sort of public news, but at 5pm, the Korean government found out through Korean companies with offices in America, that Verizon was planning, secretly planning to launch their 5G service uh, in Chicago and Minneapolis a week earlier than they'd publicly said they would. So publicly, they're supposed to be doing it next week. In practice, they did it at... Uh, the time I'm going to give is 11.55 p.m. Korean time, which was 9.55 a.m. A lot of Korean papers said 10 a.m., but Verizon told me personally it was 9.55, so that's what we're going to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the Korean government quickly, I mean, I phoned around the mobile carriers and Samsung and everyone. and was like, can we do this now? And they all worked together. And at 11 p.m. on Wednesday night, 55 minutes before Verizon flick the switch you probably don't flick a switch but i'm, I'm imagining they flicked a switch 55 Press minutes a button, earlier flick a switch plug something in yeah. yeah 55 minutes earlier all three um korean carriers launched their networks maybe you have to dial up imagine the irony like of hearing that noise the, a modem yeah i think it's unlikely yeah very unlikely but i think they could add that sound effect just for <laughs> for, for those drama. of us that remember it yeah i mean so um Let's try and unpack this a little bit. Do we think that Verizon brought forward from its public announcement the launch just so it could say it was the world's first? Yeah, I think so. And they are still saying they're the world's first. So, so it obviously matters to them. Yeah, it, it matters. It matters a lot. Um I mean, it, mainly it's bragging rights, right? Publicity. But there is a, there's an argument that there's a real business benefit to doing it. Certainly for Korea, if Korea is world number f- number one and, you know, is recognized as that internationally, then most of the Korean 5G networks are built using predominantly Samsung electronics hardware, which doesn't sell that well internationally compared to, like, its phones and things. Its networking stuff isn't as good. So there's a definite business booth that if Korea was number one, it might improve improve exports and stuff. For Verizon, I think it's more just just sort of uh, bragging, bragging rights and yeah. putting themselves ahead of the rest of the U.S. mobile market. L- yeah, because these are not directly competing 5G network services. Uh, but th- but that's where it gets interesting, I think, because it's like all of Korea, all of Korea's tech companies versus Verizon. Did Verizon not have the U.S. government or some other U.S. authorities on their side? Uh, 
Not as far as I know. I don't know how regulation works um, in the US in terms of, you know, in Korea, obviously, every stage of this process has to get government approval, even down to the pricing plans um, have to get government approval. In the US, it might be a much freer market, but at some point, they will have had to have an auction um, on the bandwidths and stuff like that. That will have happened, but that will have happened years ago. Since then, whether there's any government involvement or not, I'm not sure. Does it not strike you as interesting, though, that you have this scenario where you got Korean offices in the US getting that information, and rather than having the pure, say, capitalist instinct or looking out for their US interests, they are, from some sense of national pride, or perhaps there is some interest there that I'm not seeing, uh, contacting people in Korea who are then getting all these companies together who would normally be competing with each other and perhaps even enemies in certain sets. Uh, they're, they're working together for national interest. Well, there probably is a benefit as well, business-wise. We don't know where that tip-off came from. they have been very careful about that. But we can assume it came from an electronics company. That's most likely because they would know um, when a launch was coming. Now, in America, there is no 5G phones. The only option you have for a 5G phone is a Motorola phone with a plug-in modem um in but in korea make a dial-up sound i it sounds like it should it certainly sounds very sort of i'm imagining like a you're carrying like a brick around with you wired into your phone in korea there is um one 5g phone from samsung there's an lg one coming soon so those companies certainly do have a benefit from the korean network getting online because their hardware is on sale here and it's not in america let's talk a little bit further at this point who was first so We've heard reported already uh, at the start of our show, our business news roundup, that that it's been criticised, almost slandered in a way, Verizon's version as 4.5 rather than 5G, and not literally 4.5, but they're they're saying not quite there because of this plug-in element. Yeah, absolutely. So, e- so even if Verizon had got there an hour earlier, they still would have been perhaps. Um, not accepted it, by it, Korea, at it least. It would have been contentious, yeah. But then, then Verizon used the ex- almost the exact same argument against Korea, because from Verizon's perspective, that Motorola phone with its modem plug-in-y thing was in stores and available to the general public. Whilst in Korea, the only 5G phones that were available at 11pm on Wednesday were ones that had been gifted to people by the phone networks when they launched their pricing plans. Mainly celebrities, a few... Um, average Joe's as well. Mm. And it's not till today, right now, this morning, that you can go out and buy one of your own. That is an interesting distinction. So, had people bought those Motorola's with the plug-in? I mean, I don't know. There, there's, no, there's no figures released that I'm aware of, but they were available. So, in theory, somebody in Chicago could have bought that phone with the plug-in modem and logged on to what they call 5G on Wednesday at some point. But, but, when, but when history chronicles this, when you go to the uh, the Wikipedia page now or in the future, uh, are, we, are we saying that, that it has to be available in stores for it to count? Or is it more about who's the first person to actually use 5G on a commercially available smartphone uh i mean again i don't know about commercially available uh available by gift or otherwise what it'll come down to is what gsma which is the trade body that represents carriers around the world when gsma sort of says who they think did it first then uh then that kind of will become the standard and i think it's very very likely that it's going to be Korea that it goes to. I mean, the 
the standard for launching a network is is launching a network, right? Having base stations in place, having it online, having people being able to use it. All of those things happen in Korea at 11 p.m. on Wednesday. Um, KT had given one of its phones to the wife of one of its employees in Daegu. That was one of the the people that they sort of rewarded during their launching ceremony. And she did use it and use 5G things at 11 p.m. on Wednesday. Well, okay, so I just mentioned the Wikipedia page. It says something about, about Qatar or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So can you, are you able to clear that up? I don't want to put you on the spot. But so um, this is not anywhere near the top of the Wikipedia page. You've got to go right down through several subheadings and you get into confusion. And then we've got uh, the controversy over several parts of the world. Uh, celebrating 5G prematurely and being criticized or even punished um, for false advertising. Punished, I don't know to what extent, but perhaps being told not to do that. Yeah. Uh, But then, Jim, you've got this. On 15th May 2018, Qatari telecommunications company Uredu launched the world's first commercial 5G network in several areas of the capital, Doha. If that's true, does that mean both Verizon and Korea as a whole fall short? The only place I've ever seen claim that is that Wikipedia article. Um, And I've spoken to a lot of 5G experts, and I haven't found anyone else who knows anything about that. I mean, arguably, the first people to, to run a 5G network was Korea at the PyeongChang Olympics last year. Right. So whatever that Qatari thing is, it clearly isn't any, a recognized standard of 5G. And it's and there's no 5G phones anyway. There yeah. definitely weren't any 5G phones. That's the main point. Right. So in the final paragraph of this source, which is telegeography.com, um, it says uh, that the, while this is what the press release said, uh, the announcement did not mention device availability. Yeah, I don't think there's any evidence that 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 is a particularly credible competitor um 8113 texts in is it expensive jim the most expensive thing is the hardware so the 5g equivalent of phones that are currently out cost about two hundred thousand one more than the current um versions looking at price plans it's expensive but it's not it's not sort of unreasonably so it's not Um, off the scale compared with lte what we've already had right exactly i'm not going to compare them all or promote one company over another but the cheapest unlimited plan available costs eighty thousand one, which is actually nine thousand one less than that carrier's 4g lte unlimited plan and is that more of a promotional thing do you think no though though a lot of carriers have released promotional ones that that one that i'm saying is the cheapest unlimited is is just a set price going forward but why would it be cheaper than 4G LTE? Because they're hoping that they'll be able to attract you to the higher-priced ones with a lot of extras, services okay. or roaming or things like that. So 5670 also takes in, as a Korean, it makes me feel proud anyway. Uh, it seems like we're most of the time ahead with technology. And Korea has for a long time, Jim, had this reputation of being the world's fastest internet provider. Yeah, and deservedly so. And, you know, I don't think anyone really can argue with Korea's dominance in 5G. Even if Verizon somehow gets recognized as the number one, realistically, some people in Chicago and Minneapolis maybe have access to a slight version of 5G with a plug-in modem, whilst right now, 25 million people in the greater Seoul area could go out and buy a phone and use it straight away. And yet, Jim, on a pretty much daily basis, I struggle at some point with a web page opening or streaming some show. I don't. Really? Well, maybe I mean, it's my I mean, device. Yeah, it could, maybe I've dropped on, it too many times. Not on my device. <laughs> the, the, the only thing that's still an issue is is sort of the Internet Explorer based websites that we still get. 
Yeah, I, I think I, yeah, I, well, I use the default one, so maybe that's part of the issue. But um, no, I, I definitely do, str- especially at home. I, I'm I, probably a few of us using it at home, but I think the speed at home is not quite as advertised. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I do often just switch to my data because it's faster. Yeah, well, likewise, I do the unlimited data. But then again, they say it's unlimited and then you get to a certain number of gigabytes and you move into some slow version of throttling. it. Throttling. Yeah, and a lot of 5G. So you can get 5G for cheaper than the price I said earlier, but it will involve throttling. Jim Bully, Korea Explained. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we've been talking about this fire situation throughout today's show. The fire agencies mobilizing 21 helicopters to carry out firefighting missions for the bushfire in Gosong and Gangwon province, breaking out 7 p.m. onwards yesterday. Around 60% of the blaze has been put out, according to East Coast Forest Fire Prevention Center. More than 10,000 personnel have been deployed, including firefighters, police, and military. There is one, one death reported so far, 11 injuries. Some 250 hectares of forest fan, uh, f- land affected as well. 120 buildings and over 3,600 residents have had to be evacuated. Stay tuned to TBS EFM for more updates as the developments come in.